You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and you guys already know we have another wonderful guest that's hopping in and joining us today and talking about everything entrepreneurship, everything creativity, everything life, pivoting, uh, what's next. You know, we're talking about podcasts. We're just having a good time. I'm talking to my good friend, Ash Tone, who is the... Hello, hello. Hello, hello, Ash. What is going <laughs> down, girl? She is the host of Viva La Life podcast. And we just have another, you know, chill, laid back episode. So you guys tune in. Um, get your pens and pads together. Maybe there'll be some inspiration that hits. And, you know, we're just talking about creativity and, and how we're looking forward to this next last few months of 2021. So you guys tune in and enjoy the episode. Ash Tonight, go ahead and drop that intro for us and give us a brief of who you are. Okay, cool. So you already said it. I'm Ash Tonay. Uh I host uh, the Viva the Life podcast. We've been, what, this is going to be our fourth season coming next month in September. And, you know, that's pretty much what I've been working on lately. Um, I am the owner of the Bossy Prada Boots website, entertainment website. But for now, like I said, we're doing some rebrands. I want to come back stronger, okay. especially for the holidays, but especially for 2022. So, yeah, for right now, though, I'm the host of Viva Life podcast. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. The host of Viva La Life Podcast, you guys. All right, mm-hmm. so let's 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 jump into this thing. All right, so you know the podcasting game has really taken a turn for the better. Things have stepped up. There's so many opportunities. There's um, yes. so many. Yes, it's crazy. Like we got so many mm-hmm. wonderful guests that we that we can feature. And just really for me, what podcasting is is you know not only bringing you know some awesome guests to share to the audience, but also I've learned like so much. You know, after speaking with like 200 plus people. And, you know, I, I mm. think it's a, a great way to kind of spur the creativity. So like, in ter- tell, give us a little bit about Viva La Life um, podcast, like what you're specifically focusing on. And also like, how did you get into podcasting? So originally I got into it through college. Um, I created it because I needed somewhere to intern. And so it was like a, um, it was for film, television, uh, radio, a class. And so that was the radio show kind of proportion. So it was basically they wanted us to intern at a radio station. And so back in 2018, there wasn't too many people doing podcasting. So, and I've always wanted to do it. So I was like, you know what, let me just try to like uh, create a podcast and get that running and see if that'll count as like internship credits. So that's originally why the podcast Viva the Life was even like born. And then... From there, it was just like, you know what, this is really fun. And so I did it another year. And then after that, Anchor started opening, because that's where I partner with Anchor. They started opening opportunities for sponsorships. And I was like, what? You can make money now? So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm really into this now. So fast forward, it's what, 2021, and we still still doing it season after season. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, and when you you just mentioned 
like the monetization part, right? That That's always mm-hmm. an incentive to keep going, especially when people are interested and, you know, your audience base mm-hmm. is growing. And like, f- like I checked out a couple of your episodes, like, do you like what, you know, Viva La Life, obviously the title, you know, can be mm-hmm. open to, to pre- pretty much featuring anything. But like, is there, what do you enjoy most? And like, is there a specific angle that you try to capture when you have the different guests on your show? Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly Viva La Life. It's like living the life. So that encompasses like pretty much a lot of stuff that we go through as humans, just mm-hmm. for everything, you know, whether it be trying to like be, you know, a good family member or a good, you know, entrepreneur or a student, like it's, it's really there to like, for me to like comment and talk about different things we go through that a lot of other media outlets don't talk about. So I kind of wanted mm-hmm. to be more so the stuff that we, I guess are you got to be diplomatically correct on or things that you just don't say in society. That's really the the stuff that I like to talk about on my podcast. Right. Um, but then, you know, I have it where under comedy because I like to do like a, a funny take on things. I don't like it to be so, so serious, even though I do talk about a lot of different serious topics. I like to like make jokes about it because, yeah. you know, sometimes about life, you just got to laugh anyway through all the, through all the hard times, through all the BS, you just got to laugh about it. So, um, yeah, the ultimate motto, though, is to, like, push forward. Like, we're going to get through this. Let's talk about it and push forward. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, and that's pretty much, like, the guests that I do have on. Um, you know, I just want to hear things from their perspective because, you know, sometimes I don't agree. But I do like to hear the other perspectives because, you know, I, I only have my own. So when I hear other people that get to see the world in more of a different color than just the only way that I was like in a way born or the way that I see it myself. Exactly. Yep. I I agree with you a hundred and a thousand percent. And I, I like the fact that you mentioned the, you know, just being able to laugh at stuff like people are so serious. I'll tell you, like you can't, you can't, you can barely say, you know, things a little bit off, you know, what the mainstream would say, because, you know, it's, it's viewed as um, not being politically correct or, you know, you'll hurt someone's feelings or, you know, so, you know, it's always like you're responsible for pushing someone to the edge when really everybody should be responsible for their own thoughts, you know, and reactions. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you fuel, fuel the comedy in. And that reminds me, like, because when I was, um, you know, we connected late last year, early this year. I can't even remember, but I I was kind of going through like some of your stuff, and even like the mm-hmm. throwback comedy video <laughs> skits that you were doing uh, early on. So I knew, like, I knew, like, from the first episode that I heard that it would be a little bit of uh, comedy, and it was just kind of based off mm-hmm. your history and your background, just being somebody who likes to laugh and enjoy life. So yeah, yeah yep. So that's cool. That's cool that you put um, feature that as well, and like. Uh, creativity, mm-hmm. like I know that's another thing that that you and I kind of see eye and eye, eye to eye on is just being creative and coming up with different ways to, you know, just to inspire people and to really um, keep people entertained. So, like as far as creativity, mm-hmm. like is there any, um, you know, anything that that specifically inspires your creative juices? Or like, tell me a little bit about like your creative process and how you go about uh, coming up with these episode themes. Okay. Um... It's it's changed a lot, especially since, like, the whole pandemic, because before it was like, um, if I'm feeling good, then, you know, I'm motivated. I feel inspired to do a show or an episode or write a topic. 
Um, lately, though, I've been learning, though, with creativity, like, it's not going to always be the greatest condition. So if right. I'm waiting for a good condition for a creative insight or something, then, I, you know, it'll I'll, I won't ever be inconsistent. I'll, I'll be inconsistent because it's like, oh, I have it here, but I might not have it today. Or, you know, mm-hmm. anything on the outside will affect what I produce creatively. So this year I've been trying to, like, um, be like really focus on being grounded to where that despite whatever is going on, despite if things are going, you know, the way I want to or not, I can still be able to like fall back into myself and still be in touch with, okay, what do you like? What do you want? What do you want to produce? Yeah. But then also I've learned that some I, a lot of my creativity lately has been coming like <laughs> out of the struggle. Yeah. So like after coming out of a struggle, then, you know, it inspires me because it's like, okay, cool. Like not only do I have something to talk about on the podcast with other people that may be going through the same thing or that can relate, but now like, it's just a whole new layer to what I have to offer in regards to, you know, entrepreneurship, being creative, like different things like that. So um, my creative, it, it, my creativity, it comes in waves, but I'm learning how to ground it and just like take the creative side out of everything. Like almost everything yeah. you can be inspired to, to create something from. So that's pretty much how I've been rocking it. Yeah, I I need to take some lessons like that. But you know, the, the, the like seriously, like the the biggest thing for me, like sometimes when you when you don't feel like doing it, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. not necessarily burnout, but you just you don't feel the motivation. You know, for me, like I mm-hmm. I like to you know try to stay in in a zone of being self motivated, but. Sometimes it's just not there, you know, and I'm right. like, look, right. I know I said I was going to interview you today, but we, we might have to look at, you know, doing something <laughs> else because you got mm-hmm. your own personal mm-hmm. life that is still um, happening. So like, as far as, you know, pivoting and navigating and being able to, to move about and to still be productive, like what are some of the things that, that have helped you to where, you know, you're, you're um, just kind of moving through? I know you just briefly described that, like you, you still move forward with, getting stuff done, but like specifically, mm-hmm. what, what are a few things that help? Um, well, for starters, I had to like go back to the beginning and write down, okay, what is it that you really are passionate about? Mm-hmm. Because like, I know you get that too. And it, especially in the entertainment field, like you just get yes, caught up in yeah. so many projects and then, you know, you just over, not really overwhelmed, but you just have a lot on your plate to where when you start scaling back and looking like, okay, what do I really like? What is it that I even got in this for? Like, what do I really want to do? What part do I enjoy the most? So I had to sit down and like write all those things, all those down, and then just focus on that. Like focus on that. So like where I'm open to other things, but my focus is just like the main, the main main two or three things that drive me. Like, all right, this is what I live for. And so for me, that's uh, podcasting, my store, and well, right now it's just those two. Those are the two things that I'm like, just super like the, the passion never died, despite how hard it gets, despite, you know, whether I get um, participants or not, like just my podcast and my store, the only two things that, you know, that I'm very passionate about as of today. So yeah. for me, start off writing, writing them all down and then just going into like execution. And when I was, did that I narrowed down all the extra stuff that would take away my attention Mm. so that it's not draining creatively so like I'm not spending all my time editing for a video 
when I'm not really passionate as much about whatever that right. video is for. And I could use that energy for recording a podcast or creating a candle or something like that. So that's pretty much what I started off doing. I just narrowed to like, what is it that I really want to do? Like that I'm really passionate about that I'm just going to be pursuing regardless. And then I go from there. Um, and then everything else, like, you know, I just switch it or put it on the list for something else later. Like after I achieve those goals, then maybe I'll scale out to this, this, and this. But for the beginning, I just try to focus on the main two or three things. Yeah. And to me, like, that's enough. Like it, like, first of all, one is enough, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm, one, for sure. one is enough. So when you have two, that's to me, like that should be, you know, more than enough to keep you consumed and, and to really be able to kind of spread your creativity between those two projects. Mm-hmm. Like what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, multitasking? Is that something that you believe in? Like I, I'm telling you when I do it, you know, <laughs> when I try to do it, like nothing gets done. Everything is always like started, but nothing is, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing is completed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to think that I could do it, you know, because people always like kind of train you to to multitask. Yeah. But from experience, it's like, no, like that does not work. Like, hell, because yeah. you just have too much energy and too, like all taken in too many spots. Like I, I, I just see more progress when you focus on one at a time, yeah. <laughs> like just focusing on one at a time and you give that your all, then that one thing is just going to be like super good because you really gave that one thing, like everything you had opposed to splitting everything you had amongst like five, six different projects. Exactly. And knowing when to say no, like that's a, that's been a a big one for me this year is like, you know, just trying to make sure that I'm uh, mindful of my, my personal boundaries and, you know, and just not, trying to be everything to everybody, you know, cause mm-hmm. we, you know, I, I think not, not only, um, as entrepreneurs, but as, as women as well, you know, we get, you know, into the state to where we feel like we have to give our time and attention to, you know, people, places and, um, you know, different projects that yeah just really don't serve and they deplete your energy. So just kind of saying no and, um, just knowing your boundaries, I think that's important. Um, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to productivity, you got to, you got to know when to be out, right? Right, so, right. Because you still got to have some self-care time. Like That's self-care is serious. Build right. up the body that does all the work. Look, you either you are either going to build it up or it will be torn apart if you mm-hmm. um, are not mindful of, of what, what you need to do for your own mental health. Like that's that's another um, important thing as well with it, with everything that's going on, going on and, um, you know, nationwide, worldwide, you know, wherever you're listening to this, I know everybody is, um, you know, experiencing some sort of, uh, you know, maybe you're in a, a different job or, you know, maybe something is happening in your, in your life to where, you know, things are just chaotic. So just being able to stay focused, I think that's, that's important. Like, what are you, what are you doing to kind of keep your mental health and to keep you focused on the things that are really prospering you and pushing you forward? Um, for me, especially like with mental health, I have to learn to just like try to reduce stress levels. So a lot of things that I want to get wrapped up in and I want to be consumed with, whether it be, whether it be pushing a business, whether it be money, whether it be trying to like get interviews, whether it be working, like I just learned to try to like keep the stress level like down and the way I do that like to, for me like I meditate I just gotta meditate I gotta take a minute and meditate 
because when I take that that minute to like that minute to just think about things and ground myself, it feels like just like the order comes to me. Like, all right, I could do this, this, and this. Cut that out, or I'm not going to do nothing at all. Like, it's just kind of like I really had to learn to like listen to like what I'm feeling because like the world don't stop, nothing will stop. So you got to take that minute to stop for yourself. And then be like, all right, like, what do I want to do? Like, do I want to take the day off? Do I want to do anything? And that's another thing, too, like being comfortable with not doing anything. Because, like, you always feel like, oh, I got something to do. I want to be productive, you know, have to be consistent. But then sometimes it's, like, really important that you just, like, just let yourself be. You know, take the time off and and be okay with it. Not just use that whole time to be upset that you took the time off, like, So, yeah, that those two things, like, grounded myself and just being okay with not always accomplishing the most, you know, that that really helps me, like, with my mental health, you know, to where even when I do get losses on top of that, I don't feel like I gave everything that I had and still lost. You know, when I have a loss, I just feel like, all right, well, I tried, but, you know, at least I built myself up in this process, so I don't feel like I lost nothing, you know? Right, yeah. So... That's kind of how I go about it. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's important to to make sure that you're monitoring your, you know, the the thoughts, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the self-talk and stuff like that. And as entrepreneurs, hey, you know, we fail more times than, you know, <laughs> the success yes. that we see. So I already know what you're talking about when you, you know, the, the hits and the misses and, you know, trying things that are new and things not working out and you have to kind of rework mm-hmm and sort things out. And um, when it comes to like your own personal entrepreneurial journey, one of the biggest things with just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't like that falls within like the whole, like, how are you marketing? How are you, what are your uh, ideas on just trying to present your products, whether it be, you know, your candles or your, your podcast and just being able to get what you've created out into the world. Like, like what are your, what are some takeaways that you've learned as far as like your own journey and how to best uh, position yourself so that people can become aware of your brand? Well, I still like, I'm a huge, you know, believer in social media being, you know, a great platform to start on. Um, And even that, like I try to focus on just one social media before I would be like, Oh, let me get Twitter. Let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get that. But it's like, you can't, you can't, you can't be everywhere at one time. So for me, I, I really like Twitter. Like I scaled down to like Twitter is like one of my most favorite places to promote my promote my stuff. So even run concepts. I'll run polls all the time to just like get an idea of what people are thinking. And those polls that people answer usually more times are what I'm like homework for me to see, okay, well, what am I going to put in this episode or or what am I going to put in this candle even? So, like, I use my Twitter polls a lot to just kind of get an idea of what what the general or what my followers are thinking or what page they're on so I can kind of meet them there. Um, and wow, okay. another thing I've learned is networking. At first, I did not think networking was such a big focus to focus on mm. until this year where I have, like, certain people, like, Certain people they'll um, they'll take off on a whole different um, social media site or something like that, and just because you guys met on Twitter, they always come back and then they're always like, "Oh, hey, look, 
um, this new thing is popping. Let me promote, let me help you promote your stuff or here, get on this. Like for me, I always have people that may have like have success on different platforms and they come back and tell me like, Oh, Hey, like do this, do that. And so then I'll get like a jump of people that are like on the wave now. So networking and Twitter are like my two like go-tos for like getting my name, my brand out there. Yeah, no, Twitter, definitely. Like I've, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I advocate for Twitter every which way, um, simply because like, you know, not only can you use the polls, but I, I think to me, that's, that's been where I've been able to establish the, the more, um, you know, direct and genuine connections, you know, sometimes, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you can't do that on Facebook and Instagram, but that's just like my lane. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. and then like, you know, you don't have time, you, you, you could just post your message or your audio note or whatever and not have to worry about images. Like, it's just a lot to mm-hmm. me to, to have to manage 10 different social platforms, you know? So yeah. I, I, I do have the Facebook and the Instagram and the LinkedIn, but I, a lot of the interaction that, that I do is definitely on Twitter. And I, I agree with you as far as scaling yeah. back and, um, mm-hmm. And I want to, like, I know we're getting ready to close here in a bit, but I want to uh, talk a little bit about your your focus going forward, you know, because we have what we're in, I think by the time this airs, we'll be well into September or just about maybe mm-hmm. a couple of weeks or whatever. And then we still have October, November, December. So we have this last quarter of 2021 20, in I front know. of us. Yeah. So it went, it went by fast, fast right? It sure <laughs> right. did. It sure did. Right. So like what what sort of plans or goals or like what are you what are you most looking forward to and um, what are you doing to create the success that you want to see for yourself? Well, for starters, I'm looking forward to, you know, the new season of my podcast that launches in September. So that's right. kind of what I'll be focusing on closing on the, closing out this year, which is that which I'm excited for just because. There's so much new stuff that's happened since the last season and uh, different new people that I'm going to have on. Um, And then I've also been just rebranding with the whole Bossy Prada Boots Entertainment website. So right now I'm just adding things, taking things away, looking at like what angle I want to do and make sure it's still aligned with me. And hopefully by Christmas time it's relaunched. Like that's what the plan is to to just relaunch. And go into 2022 strong with new, fresh ideas, fresh content, and and see how everybody responds to it. Hopefully, you know, reap the benefits of all this. <laughs> exactly. No, they they definitely will. Like I I enjoy your content personally, and I I think it resonates. You know, because it's it's where where a lot of people are. You know, you're talking about life situations, and a lot of us, you know, although we may not directly say it to to people who are within our circles you know a lot of us feel some of the ways that we um are experiencing when we hear like these different conversations so that's important so i hey i'm gonna encourage you to make sure you keep pumping out that content because because we need it and um (laughs) and then also like as far as uh just words of encouragement or inspiration like what maybe you know what what type of thoughts or what type of um, words would you have for somebody who's in a place to where they're looking to move forward and they just kind of need that extra uh, few words or, you know, just that motivation to get going? Um, I would say to throw out, like, all your expectations. Like, like okay, so you know where you want to go. You have your goal, but then have no expectations to how you're going to get there. Because you'll be so focused trying to get there the way you think you should be getting there, 
and it'll be a whole new opportunity, a whole new lane for you just ready. And you're missing it because you think, oh, it has to be this way. So go like for people that want to go forward, I just say throw all your expectations and just be open because if you already set that as your goal, you're going to get there. Now your job now is to figure out, okay, now which lane is mine? Like where do I take that? And for that, you got to be open because you got to you got to be alert. You got to be looking for it because it's coming. You just got to figure out which one is for you. Because the last thing you want to do is take a lane that's not all the way comfortable. And now you built all this off of something that's not even comfortable to you. So that's my, my biggest like takeaway advice that I could give. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. That's a deep one. Stay in your lane and and don't worry about the how. You know, we like we're laughing, mm-hmm. but like I already know we we get caught up with being concerned about how this will come to fruition. Like, how can we reach mm-hmm. this goal? And that's what you're basically saying is like that's not even something that you need to be wrapped up in. You know, right? Hey, words of advice, words of encouragement, guys. Don't even worry about how. Just make the intent, you know, set the goal and get started. And before mm-hmm. we wrap up, Ash, I want you to let us know where we can reach you on social um, and also be sure to let us know where we can find and listen to the podcast as well. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Bossy Prada Boots. That's uh, the at sign B-O-S-S-Y-P-R-A-D-A-B-O-O-T-S on Twitter and you can find the podcast, Do the Life Podcast, each stream on all major platforms. So Spotify, Good Pods, uh, I think even Pod Nation does their own streaming service, uh, Anchor. But yeah, Be the Life Podcast, just type it on in and whatever platform you're comfortable with streaming on, that's where it's going to be. All right. So Viva Love Life Podcast, guys, tune in. Check out the new season coming up in September um, this month, actually. Uh by the time you guys hear it, it'll be this month. So don't miss that. And Ash, we appreciate you for being such a wonderful guest. Look forward to having you back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.